cold showers have more health benefits than hot or warm showers. These include improving circulation, stimulating weight loss, and easing depression. This is Simple Joe for Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. have read a lot about the benefits of a cold shower. Just like it said, improving circulation, uh, stimulating weight loss, waking you up in the morning, uh, a, a jolt of energy. I've heard all kinds of, there are there are some people that I've read. I mean, I, I think about author uh, and podcaster Tim Ferriss, who wrote the four hour work week and many other people that start their morning with like a cold ice bath. And wow. That would, that would be tough. Now, I have I had a period of time uh, where part of my morning routine was turning on a cold shower and starting off my day like that. And it, it, it's, it's shocking at first and it's almost agonizing when you flip that when you flip that cold that, that faucet over to cold. Uh, it's hard to do, but once you're through it, you do you do feel better. You do feel better. So we should probably look into this a little more. The benefits of a cold shower. Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. There are 60 days left until I reach one year of podcasting every single day. I have produced and recorded and posted a podcast every single day. I have not batched anything, not not recorded a week's in advance and let those go out or anything. I've done it every, I've recorded, I've recorded and produced and released a podcast every single day. So I'm pretty proud of that. 60 days left until I hit one year. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. Today, we're going to hear the weather in Cumberland, Maryland. You know, it's not a good time to buy a used tractor and we'll look into why and much, much more. So for my friends in or near Cumberland, Maryland, you're going to see a high today of 52 degrees and a low of 34 with partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, Wednesday, you're going to see a high of 64 and 45 for your low with partly sunny skies. You got some rain coming in Thursday, though. Probably Thursday morning, 69 and 32 for your high and low. So, yeah, a couple good days here today and tomorrow and Thursday. You got some rain coming in. It doesn't matter. It'll still be a great day, right, Cumberland, Maryland? Thank you so much for listening. I certainly appreciate you, and I am grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 61 degrees and a low of 49 with partly sunny skies. Wednesday, 68 and 41 with partly sunny skies. And Thursday, 46 and 26 with rain most of the day uh, for your rain most of the day, 46 and 26 for the high and low. So Tuesday, today, 61 and 49. Wednesday, tomorrow, 68 and 41. And Thursday, 46 and 26. So that's that's a 20 degree swing between Wednesday and Thursday. So a bit of a chill down, right? Probably get some, a lot of frost on the windows Thursday night and Friday morning have to come out and scrape. I hate that part. I hate that part. I should, I should garage my car, but I don't have enough room in the garage right now to do that. I've cleaned out my garage probably a dozen times since I've been here and still, (laughs) it still gets piled up in 1873 today. W.C. Handy was born, a composer and musician known as the father of the blues. We lost W.C. Handy in 1958. Burgess Meredith, great actor, was born in 1907 today. We lost Burgess Meredith in 1997. 
his probably his most famous role is is Mickey from Rocky, but he also played the Penguin and Batman. And who can forget that that role in the Twilight Zone where he was obsessed with reading? And I think he worked at a bank, and he would sneak into the bank vault and read. And his his boss would get mad at him and yell at him all the time. And and in some kind of apocalyptic event happened, like a nuclear bomb or something like that, and destroyed everything. But he was trapped in the bank vault. And being trapped in the, he got out of the bank vault and came across a library. Uh, the problem is, this character, Burgess, that Burgess Meredith was playing, he couldn't see very well. So he, he had these real thick glasses. And through some terrible turn of events, his glasses broke and he could not see. And all he wanted to do was read and finally had all this opportunity because he was the only one left on earth, right? And he had a library there and he had all this opportunity to read all he wanted, but he couldn't because he broke his glasses. Check it out. That Twilight episode from Burgess Meredith uh, from, yeah, the Twilight Zone with Burgess Meredith. In 1964, Dwight Gooden was born today. A great pitcher for the New York Mets. New York Yankees, yeah, fantastic pitcher. Nineteen, but a sad story. He had he had some rough times. Nineteen sixty-seven. Lisa Bonet was born from the Cosby Show and Different World. Uh, I think was she married to? Hmm. I can't remember. I can't. For some reason, there's a like a celebrity marriage there that that is significant. I can't remember who it is, so I shouldn't even have brought it up. Nineteen seventy-seven. Maggie Gillianthal. Gillianthal was born today. Um, probably, I probably only know her from her role in, uh, the dark Knight, the Batman movie, the dark Knight, and Pete Davidson, comedian, Pete Davidson was born today in 1993. Uh, I think he's been in the news recently for dating Kim Kardashian. And I've seen Pete Davidson a couple times. It's kind of some funny stuff, quirky comedian, but some of his stuff is pretty good. Yep. Pete Davidson born today in 1993. Today is National Fast Food Day. How about that? If you uh, if you want to go to McDonald's or Chick Fil A or Burger King or Wendy's, I had a I've never had a bad experience at Chick Fil A. Never had some bad experiences at McDonald's. Had a really bad experience at Wendy's the other day. Walked in at one thirty in the afternoon and their dining room was closed and they had people there and they were taking orders through the drive through, but they said. Their quote-unquote system was down. I think I talked about that already. But let's grant them some grace. We never know what happened. We don't know what the situation was behind it. But what we do know is today is National Fast Food Day. So today is the day to to throw caution to the wind. Throw the diet out the door. Go get yourself a double cheeseburger and a large, large french fries. Today's the day. National Button Day. If you need a button or have a button, celebrate it with National Button Day. Every grandma that I know had the cookie tin. The you remember the cookie tin, the blue cookie tin, with those really good cookies, and that cookie tin was full of buttons, and there were big buttons and little buttons. And when I was a little kid, I loved kind of sorting through those buttons and looking at them, and the pearl buttons, and the red buttons, and the shiny buttons, and the gold buttons, and the all kinds of buttons. My my grandma had what seemed like hundreds of buttons. And where do all these buttons come from? I mean, did they did she buy these buttons? Do grandmas buy these buttons or do they collect them over the years? What is the deal? Because there were a lot of buttons. I can't imagine that there were that many shirts with missing buttons that you could, that fell off and you put in the button thing. So they had to be purchased intentionally just for 
the button emergency. Well, today is National Button Day. Now I'm assuming these are shirt buttons. This could be an elevator button. This could be the day to celebrate pressing buttons, not shirt buttons, but this could be the day to celebrate pressing buttons or or um, whatever it might be. Keyboard, the buttons on the keyboard, right? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to consider this National Button Day the day to celebrate shirt buttons or shirt cuff buttons or pants buttons or whatever it might be. Grandma's button tin. How about that? Let's celebrate Grandma's button tin today. National Indiana Day. If you're from Indiana, if you know people from Indiana, if you love Indiana, uh, celebrate National Indiana Day. I like Indiana. Indiana borders Ohio. And right here in the southwestern corner of Ohio, we border both Kentucky and Indiana, the tri-state area, as they call it. Spent a lot of spent a lot of time in Indiana. So happy Indiana Day. And today is National Check Your Wipers Day. You should probably do that more than once a year, but if you if you didn't remember, today's the day to check your check your wipers on your car because bad wipers, you don't you don't realize how important your wipers are until you need them. And you don't you don't realize when you need to change your wipers until you need them when it's raining hard outside and you can't see a darn thing and that can be an absolute that can be an absolute disaster. We know that. So check your wipers today before before you need it. Yeah, be proactive about that. Well, I found an interesting story, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday with, with my interesting headlines. There's apparent, apparently a tractor shortage, a used tractor shortage, and it is really impacting uh, impacting the marketplace, the, the used tractor marketplace. And the headline, the headline itself reads, wild bidding wars erupt at used tractor auctions across the U.S. And I was just intrigued by this headline. Now, like I said yesterday, I don't own a, fa- a tractor. I've never, I've been on a tractor, but not at a, not to work it, not working on worth it with a tractor or not riding a tractor to do what tractors do. Right. <laughs> but you know, you're sitting on a tractor and you're riding with a friend on a hayride or something like that. But apparently there's a problem in the, in the used tractor in the used tractor um, market. No one in America knows the used tractor market better than Greg Peterson, which frankly wouldn't be that much of a claim to fame outside the farming towns of the Great Plains in normal times. But these are not normal times. The used tractor business is quickly becoming a crucial marketplace that's allowing farmers to keep harvesting corn, wheat, and soy day and night at a time of insatiable demand from buyers in the U.S. and abroad. With the four-week-old strike at Deere and Company, company that makes John Deere, of course, factories ex- exasper- exacerbating an already acute shortage of new tractors. Uh, the used market is the only place for many desperate farmers to turn. The problem is the market has all the ingredients fueling inf- inflation in industries like cars and TVs, soaring demand from cash-flush buyers, the semiconductor shortage, congested ports and rails with the added irritant of the labor shortage at the world's largest farm machine maker. That's of course the John Deere company. One of the records that Peterson saw, and apparently it goes, this story tells about Peterson. He's like this guru of tractor of tractor pricing, and he's put together a whole index and the, 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 um, the market kind of depends on him. The market looks to him, seeks him out for advice on this small niche market of, <clears throat> excuse me, of used tractors. And so this uh, Greg Peterson is the guy, the guy. And I, 
uh, they, they give them all his credentials, but I, I wanted to edit this for time. Uh, but understand that this, this Greg Peterson is the guy in the used tractor world. All right. So one of the records that Peterson saw fall last week highlighted this angst. There was this John Deere tractor up for sale at the auction in Kenmar. It was old, built in 1998, but lightly used, having clocked fewer than 1,000 hours and in pristine condition. The bidding started at $100,000 and quickly shot up to the final sale of $170,000. That's $25,000 over the previous record for that specific model. Brand new versions start at $205,000. So this is a you could have bought a brand new tractor for $205,000 and the used market is buying it for $170,000. Wow. Wow. You would think it would be a lot less than $170,000, but apparently there's a shortage. The buyer was so desperate to get his hands on a tractor, Peterson says, that he drove all the way from Illinois to bid on this one. Now, I didn't do the mapping here. I don't know how far Illinois was from Ken Illinois, Illinois is from Kenmar, but let's just assume it's a long way because Peterson said he said drove all the way from Illinois to bid on this one. When he won, he loaded it onto a trailer, hitched it to his truck and hauled it 12 hours. So it's a 12 hour drive, hauled it 12 hours back home. The surge in used prices has gotten to the point now, some farmers say, where it's starting to make them worry. Make, excuse me, the surge in used prices has gotten to the point now, some farmers say, where it's starting to make them worry they'll struggle to find a tractor if they need one for the planting season next year. Wow, this could be a big problem. I mean, this could this tractor shortage could be a big problem if if farmers are worried that they, they won't have a tractor for next year. That's a big problem, right? <laughs> if you don't have a tractor to farm with, I mean, that is the piece of equipment, right? I'm assuming I'm not a farmer. I've never been a farmer. I know a couple of farmers, but I don't know much about farming at all. But I would assume that the tractor, the tractor is is the the marquee marquee piece of equipment that you need to farm. So if there's going to be a tractor shortage, there's going to be a problem. But this is just like anything else. I mean, th this this will have a trickle effect on prices. This will have a trickle effect on jobs. This will have a trickle effect uh, on so many things in this community. And you have this John Deere, you have this John Deere strike, the labor shortage, the semiconductor shortage. And you don't think about, you, you may not think about this semiconductor shortage. And that's something we might need to look into uh, as affecting. So, you know, even something as, as used track, the used tractor market, of course, there's a lot of cash out there. There's a lot of cash out there. And you couple that with the problem with logistics and trucking and the congestion at the ports. Um, boy, this, this could be, this could be a real, real mess. This will affect, this could affect food prices more than they've already been impacted already. So we should watch this. This is, this is one of those little stories. One of those little things that you're like, wow, this, this, the used tractor market is exploding and what's going on. Well, it's like everything else right now. It's like everything else. So yeah, hundred, you could have bought a, a new one for 205, but the sale of sale price of this used one was 170 and that ratio just doesn't seem right to me when you're buying used stuff. Anyway, let's go ahead and wrap it up right there for today. You know, the reason I do the show every single day is because I love talking to you. I do. It's my favorite thing next to my next to hanging out with my grandkids or my kids or my wife. 
um, and a few really, really close friends. But this is my this is my favorite thing. This really is. And I do this every day because you show up every day to hear me. And man, I'm grateful for that. I really am. And I do it every day. Become a better podcaster because that's why I started the show to practice podcasting. And you can let me know how I'm doing. You can give me a tip. You can give me a kind critique. You can give me some information that you'd like to hear on the show, whatever you want to say. If you just want to say hi, I would love to hear from you. It puts gas in my tank. Email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com. That's joe at thesimplejoe.com. Or send me a text at 513-399-6468. 513-399-6468. I would love to hear from you. If you like listening to the show, do me a favor, share it with your friends on social media. Use the hashtag Simple Joe is my friend. Simple Joe is my friend. Because I am. We're pals. We come here every day and hang out, right? Every single day. I mean, pals, that's what pals do, right? We're friends. So Simple Joe, hashtag Simple Joe is my friend. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Those are the only social media sites that I'm on. So here we go. We are into the into the week. It's Tuesday. I hope you're making great memories at work, hanging out with people at work, giving them stories to tell, making an impact wherever you are for make to make the lives of the people around you better, hanging out with the people who love you and the people who you love. I hope you're doing that and I hope you're making great memories because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Take care.